When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Match Day with Chris Warren on SEN. And a very good afternoon to you. Uh, happy lunchtime. Happy lunchtime to you. I hope you're uh, enjoying whatever you're devouring at the moment. If you are eating, I'm talking of food, I'm a little bit hungry, a little bit peckish myself, Mad Russian. Did you bring anything in for us? Might have to wise? order something. Oh, or really? I'm get some burgers in. I've got burgers. It's yeah. very hard to eat a burger while on air because oh. our breaks are four minutes, four, four and a half. You get very difficult. Half, half well, we can one. talk about that. A burger. I could probably do a burger today at some point, I reckon. Because I've got to stay in here to the game afterwards as well. Oh, you'll fade so, away. Exactly. Mate. We've got to get something in. We'll talk about that in the break. Good apple and a green, you know, would kill you. You want to be careful you don't fade away. <laughs> Mad Russian. Now, uh, we're talking about great coaches of all time, and, and this is in light of uh, the wily old Wayne Bennett. He's up to his tricks again. No one gave Souths a chance, really, did they? Except for you Bunnies fans out there. You've gone very quiet on me, South Sydney fans. Hope you haven't got anything against me personally. I did say I didn't think they could go any further. But don't hold that against me. I think a lot of people in the media said the same thing. Come on, South fans, get on the phone. Give me a call um, in a moment because uh, I'm going to talk to someone. Uh, we do something a little bit different here on a Sunday. Yeah, we're not all that serious. We, we try and lighten things up. But we do talk to... Um, a man by the name of Albie Tillerico. Now, he's very astute. He's been around the game for many years. He knows his footy inside and out. He's currently, these days, and has been for a while, a director with Newtown Jets, one of the great clubs, uh, the Jets. And sadly, the uh, lower-tier competition was called off way too early this year. Well, I say way too early, but that's just the way it is, isn't it? Um, they haven't seen too much football in the New South Wales Cup in the last couple of years. Now, what Albie does... He comes up with uh, weird old figures and trends or series that have um, have raised their head in, in years or eras gone past. And I never know what he's on the line to talk about. He just jumps on the phone and, and we have a chat. It's a, Good afternoon, Albie. How are you, bud? Hello, Chris, and I uh, hope that all the listeners are well. This beautiful day out in Sydney town today. It is gorgeous indeed. I'll ask you in a moment what you've got for us today. I was just running through, and again, for our listeners... Um, let me know your opinion. 0457 736 736 is the text line. Who are the best coaches we've seen? We know the modern-day greats are Craig Bellamy, Trent Robinson. But over the years, there have been some wonderful coaches. Now, I wouldn't say success necessarily is down to the number of premierships they have won, but some very smart men have coached. And, and a lot of the coaches today... I think have developed or moulded their mindset almost out of a bloke that I was fortunate enough to play under, and that was Warren Ryan. He was one of the real smart men and way ahead of his time. Jack Gibson, another very, very astute man. Five premierships did Jack. East with 74 and 75 and the Eels 81, 82, 83. Been some wonderful coaches out there. And Albie, you will know because you're a rugby league historian uh, in your spare time, I don't know much about Arthur Holloway, Holloway, but he won eight premierships. 
Yeah, just amazing when you think about how coaches have framed and the players that have played under them gone on to coach. Mm. Andrew Webster wrote a fantastic article, uh, I think it was last year, about, I suppose, the, what happens in the genesis of coaching yeah. and where you look at where players have played under Gibson and Ryan and, and Holloway and, and other coaches, in, in, you know, also St George as well, in those glories where you had Ken Carney and Norm Proven. Mm. And when you've mentioned both, I mean, you played under Warren Ryan and you were fortunate. I mean, that's just an amazing congratulations, which is just unreal to play under... He was the, you know, he was a real great architect of the game. Yeah. Let's not forget about Terry Fernley as well and Roy Masters. But the two coaches you mentioned today as well is, and they had an incredible battle against one another, and that was Jack Gibson and Warren Ryan. Now between seventy-one and eighty-nine, and I've just taken this portion of history out. We'll mention the other two that you mentioned before as well. Are these the Albi files? Been... Is this our? Are these our stats now coming through? Because I like to play our little suspense music. We, we better we better put on the music. Yeah, we okay. better put on the music. You take it away, Albi. Take it away. You know, in, in that period of time from seventy-one to eighty-nine, two coaches just stood out amongst any others. Now, even though, even though in the nineteen seventies. There were only four coaches that won premierships. There was one guy that appeared in one extra one, and that was Jack Gibson. He appeared in his first grand final as coach in 71. Of course, you mentioned 74-75 and the trifecta. He lost his first, his first premiership in 71. In 1981, who did he come up against? Well, your former mentor in Warren Ryan, who got Newtown, the Cinderella team of 1981, and what could have been had they won that particular premiership. Now, in that decade of the 1980s, between them, they, they appeared in 81 together. 82-83 was Jack. 84-85-86 was Warren. And then Warren came back again in 1988 and 1989. Now, the percentage of grand finals, the, uh, the losses, was in a staggering in that period of time, 7 from 11, which is absolutely unbelievable. The players that came out of those systems to go on and coach... Well, you look at guys like Alan McMahon, who was a great guy who played for Balmain and Newtown, and he was he was coached under Warren Ryan, of course. So you've got these great statistical figures that I mentioned in Andrew Webster's article. But these two guys, they set the framework for a whole generation. They Jack Gibson didn't want to face off again, and I thought he was going to in 1983. I thought things were going to happen there for, for Wine, but it wasn't to be. But they only faced off once. And strangely enough, things moved on. And we fast forward over the last couple of years, Bellamy and Robinson together, they've appeared in, in, in staggering again, eight grand finals. And they've only lost two. Bellamy has lost one against Robinson and he lost against Cronulla. So you have these great things where history repeats itself of two particular coaches that just pretty much control what is going to happen in rugby league. Now, whether they've been gifted with great players, Newtown were lucky. Parramatta were on the cusp of it. Jack Gibson walked in under Terry Fernley, who'd been there a number of years and had lost a couple of grand finals. But Warren Ryan had to rebuild, you know, in that period of time. There were some great coaches, of course, the great man that's still alive, Paul, Bra Paul Broughton. He started to lay that foundation. So the coaches that came before them as well. So I find it absolutely fantastic that these two guys had so much to do with rugby league over that period of time. And in this current day, Bellamy and Robinson with the stats. And this year ain't over yet. And it still can happen. Bellamy could face off against Robinson or one of the other could be in the grand final. We've only got a few weeks to wait. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Thank you for that, Albie. And, and yeah, all the, the so many links to the current coaches today.
um, come out of those former coaches. And But you still see it, you know. You see stuff that Bellamy has learnt from Bennett and, and even Bennett has learnt from Warren Ryan. And um, you, you're right, I was really fortunate. I mean, I only played a handful of first-grade games under Warren Ryan, but, um, you know, I learnt so much. I learnt so much. And you wouldn't believe it. To this day, and I'm a junior coach, so I coached under 12s, 13s, etc. But there's stuff that I was taught way back when that I'm still teaching to these guys, you know, little things in the game. Um, and out of that team... So, and there's uh, no greater, there is no greater thrill when you coach a kid's side. It's just, it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I, I hope more people get involved with it, you know. I mean, I, I, I've stopped coaching. I'm doing more, I suppose, voluntary and administration work. But to coach a group of young men at the beginning of that 12 and 13 when they take on that new steps in life, and you've got to deal with a lot of... I suppose, you know, that, that, that uh, testosterone is yes. coming through and as they, oh, you know, yes. all of that sorts of things. And, you're and almost like a, second, you're that, like a second parent too or a third a parent. Second parent. You're a school teacher. But you're when a... they, <laughs> exactly. No greater, no greater honour is when one of those young men come up and ask you for advice. Yeah, no, it is good. And it's quite is, rewarding. It, it is quite it's rewarding. Great. And it, yeah, it's fantastic. My team that I had many, many years ago, and I, I was the assistant under uh, a great player called Dave French, and I'm sure you remember him. He was a Wagga boy, and he played for the Roosters. So I learned a lot from him, and he'd learned a lot from that Roosters coaches such as Bob Fulton, who coached them in the early 80s, of course. And he learned a lot from those guys as well. So he conveyed that to me. And it's things that you, you pick up along the way, like you did from Warren Ryan, and you carry that on to the next generation in, and the hope that they carry it on to the next generation as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um but underneath him also, under Warren Ryan at the time, out there at Campbelltown was a bloke called Shane Flanagan who went on to win a premiership, you might remember, with Cronulla. Other players out there too that had, well, not as successful coaching careers as Flano, but Stephen Kearney, uh, he had limited success, I guess, with Parramatta and the Warriors, but he's still there back there with Craig Bellamy at Melbourne now. Jason Taylor as well was out, out there, um, and he went on, as we know, with Parramatta and, and South Sydney. And then under Bellamy, you've got um, other current coaches like uh, Michael Maguire. He was under Bellamy. Adam O'Brien, he was under Bellamy. Uh, Anthony Seabold, not coaching at the moment, but he was also there um, under Bellamy. And Bellamy, if you do the family tree, it goes back. He would have been coached, I reckon, by Tim Sheens, wouldn't he? Um, Absolutely, And yeah. the Reptile, yeah. Reptile sent me a text. What about Tim Sheens and the coaches that uh, come out of his coaching? So... Yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting uh, coaching family tree. Albie, thanks for jumping on the line, mate, and we'll, uh, we'll do something. I don't know what you'll come up with next Sunday, but uh, we'll talk to you then. I, I guarantee you it'll be something to do with Newtown. I promise you that. I look forward to that. And I'm um, looking at the screen now, and I'll replay uh, Newtown uh, against Manly. I reckon this might be the, uh, the major semi-final, the major semi-final that took Newtown. There's Tommy, took them through to play Parramatta. Would that be right? Yeah, this one they they win they won that particular game to play the minor premiers, the Eastern Suburbs Roosters, the following Saturday at uh, at the SCG. So we'll talk about that uh, next week. All right, thanks, Albie. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Thanks, Chris. There you are, Albie Tellerico with the Albie Files. It's coming up to quarter past one. This is NRL Match Day.